We are back. Hey, y'all. Yes, we're back, Welcome. back, back. Back again, again, again. Roll that intro, LB. Welcome to the BBR Podcast. Do you ever like low-key dance to our intro? Because I do. No, I definitely do. It just really, I don't know, it gets me going. I'm like, it does. hey. Yeah. <laughs> I'm always like in the room dancing. Oh, I love that. How are you doing, sis? Oh, sis, we just both asked each other the same thing. I'm good. This week has been a little challenging. It's funny. Sometimes I just feel like some days are better than others. Um, But, yeah, otherwise I'm pretty good. I feel like I've been getting asked that question a lot on social media. It's interesting. I feel like no one's always good. And I kind of feel that because social media obviously – mostly shows the good people start to think highlight reel yeah the highlight reel people start to think that it's the norm whereas I think it's really normal to normalize that everyone has low days and you know my big message is it's not about you know fighting to not have those low days it's just about learning to navigate through them and um, I think people need to understand that everyone sometimes feels you know, not overly great. Sometimes you put too much pressure on yourself. Um, there's so many different things, but everyone experiences it. And I think that's really important to um, feel normal when going through those low days. Well, I mean, also, without low days, you don't really know what a good day feels like. 100%. Like anything, there's got to be down and up. It's just like a counteractive thing. So I don't really understand anyone who, you know, puts that expectation on themselves. Or feels like that's what other people do because let me tell you, everyone has bad days. Everyone has them. But we're heading into episode three of the WBFF prep series and we thought we would mix this one with an assumptions tag style Q&A. So we're going to jump straight into the day of competing and pretty much what it feels like, the emotions you go through and what a day looks like um, competing with the WBFF. So Em, take us through what you do from morning to show, etc. And yeah, let's get into it. I feel like the day or sorry, the night before the show day, I never sleep properly. I ever. know. And then you wake up so early because your makeup and your hair is generally at like five or six in the morning. And you're so jet lagged. you're up pretty early. You're jet lagged and you're also nervous. Like mm. you can't really sleep because it's like finally everything's here. And even if you've done it a million times, you're still just like oh. so it's, eager for it. It's the, it's the same feeling every time, but God, it's a good feeling. It's like, yes, we made it. And then it's even better when you absolutely love your hair and makeup and you're just vibing yourself. But and you can't wait to put your swimsuit oh, on. Oh. But also I feel like as much as those feelings are there, there's definitely also a lot of self-doubt. There's a lot of, you know, nerves. There's a lot of you put this sort of up unnecessary pressure on yourself but it's funny because once it's over you don't really remember those emotions as much as you remember the good ones like I really yeah I really look back and I think oh I feel all these amazing emotions but it's important to know you definitely go through those ones as well yeah and you do and it's kind of all part and parcel I'm yet to meet someone who doesn't have the nerves 
or who hates every second of it. Like I think there's always going to be a mixture. Yes. But I think that's what makes it so incredible. Mm-hmm. It's because you truly care and you've worked mm-hmm. so hard for this moment that of course there's going to be like mixed feelings towards it. Yeah. But that's all part of the, you know, amazing process and experience. Definitely. So, so what, yeah, what's like, next? Do you have a meal? Do you have a meal yes. before you go on stage? Yes. I do. I, I think you do. Yeah, each each year has been different. It depends how my body sort of is looking the morning of, but I send a video and photos to my coach and then he will direct me with what to eat. So last year was probably the leanest that I've come in, which meant I got to have a meal plus I got to have some chocolate and lollies um, prior to stepping on stage, which I am not mad about. No, <laughs> there's nothing better than when they're like, mm. okay, have some chocolate and you're like... Oh, yeah. (laughs) And then the years where he's like, nope, nothing. Definitely just your (laughs) rice and and chicken. (laughs) 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 So, yeah, you have your meal and then you sort of go. Bikini girls are always on last, which means you do. It's fun, though. Everyone's out back. You listen to music. You all hang out and you just sort of wait, um, I guess, for your call out. So, You know, backstage is very, um, with the WBFF, it's a very, very friendly environment. So this was asked a lot um, when I put up a QA. and a Lots of people are like, is everyone bitchy? Like, is it, you know, not a nice environment? And honestly, I can't say, I can't say that because I've only ever had a good experience. You get to mix with international um, pros. You get to meet up with people you've spoke to online. You have your, well, we have our Australian team, which is a really strong um, connected team. And really, I must say that other than my first time competing, when I literally knew no one, like absolutely no one, I have had really good a really good experience. Yeah, me too. Honestly, the amount of people you not only get to meet but talk with, mm-hmm. um, hear their stories, how they got to competing or how they did their prep. Um, everyone in the room is looking to be friendly and nice and I think that's what I like most about it is no one is out to be awful, which I've heard stories about other situations, other federations where things have happened. Um, personally, I can't say it's ever happened to me. I no. find it very, very friendly and warm and welcome, which when you're spending all day mm. <laughs> in one room, you kind of really do hope for that because it's a long time. Yeah. And like personally, I've made some, you know, long life friends through competing, um, some great, you know, acquaintances and girls that I often catch up with if I'm, you know, in, in town, et cetera. So it's, it's been a really, really good networking I guess, space for me um, over the years. You know, I've met photographers, I've met um, sponsors. You know, there's so many opportunities that come from the WBFF, um, which is why I do favour it over other federations. Um, Agreed. Yeah. But um, on the day, do you drink water? Do you water load? Um, What's your sort of thoughts on that? So um, my coach has always been pretty much the same with the whole water thing. We, we never cut water completely. I don't water load. It's more just like on the day, I, do, I don't drink as much water. Yes, um, I'm the I same. just would have like probably maybe a quarter to half of the amount I would normally have. But I don't, 
deprive myself of water. Yeah, I agree. Um, and it's yeah, be- and it's, yeah, yeah, it's mostly because as well when you're in your bikinis and you're about to go on stage, like you don't want to have to think about going to the bathroom to wee. No, like that's no. the last thing you want to do when you're taped in and you know you're standing in this line sometimes for up to forty minutes yeah. with the amount of competitors there are. Turn on. Yeah, yeah, it's so, just it's a uh, yeah. Personally, I try to drink little water on the day um, but otherwise I'm the same as you so when and that's it, the same that goes with like salt like we've yeah, never kind no. of manipulated salt or anything like that sometimes keeping it simple honestly is just such an easy thing to do because it's what you're used to mm-hmm. um, you know there's no last minute changes that you're doing that you haven't done all prep um, you know, that's yeah. what I like. And we're I bikini like girls. Like we're bikini girls. We're not fitness. We're not figure. Like we don't have to no. come in super lean and super hard. So um, no. we're pretty lucky in that sense. Um, but sort of my question for you is, do you get nervous? Obviously, you know, leading up, we get nervous. But just before stepping on stage, how do you feel? And sort of what do you sort of tell yourself before, you know, going out? Honestly, I, I wouldn't say it's nerves. I would just say it's excitement. Like I literally sit there and I'm like, all the hard work is done. Like now it's just about having fun. I love that. You get that. to go out onto a stage, really like enjoy it. Pose how you want to pose. Um, listen to the music. Like everything you've worked very and particularly hard for is like kind of a now and now and everything. So yep. for me, it's like, yep, let's do it. Let's just get it done. I can't wait to get out there. My best advice, um, my best advice and something I see a lot of is like people stressing on the day of. And to be honest, guys, even a couple of days prior, the work is done. You are where you are. Like you cannot change much at all. So especially on the day, you know, don't stress about like having your water and this and that. Really just try to enjoy it. Like your physique is what it is. You've done all this hard work. Um, but for me, I feel like you, you're brave. Like right before stepping on stage, see, I'm fine. I'm like, even leading up, I don't really get that nervous. I'm like, okay, I'm all good. Like I really coach myself through the experience, but then like literally right before I go on stage, oh, I get so nervous that I'm like, really? Yeah. I'm like, like right before, I mean, I'm at the, I'm ready to go. And I literally just go, come on, Rachel Dillon. Like I literally talk to myself, like I'm, you know, my that friend, so funny. Like, come on, Rachel. And like, yeah, I feel like it's weird. The last two years, I've actually felt more nervous um, than previous years. My first ever worlds and my second ever worlds. Honestly, I felt like I just had this like confidence and this, you know, sort of like sexy, like vibe. But then I feel like, yeah, the last two years, I don't know what it is, but my nerves have been like, yeah, definitely sort of forefront, let's Do say. you feel though, because if you're someone who has placed extremely well now for like several years, that it's almost like that extra expectation definitely. or pressure that you're not necessarily deliberately placing on yourself, but it's kind of just there, it's like... There. When Definitely. it was your first show, you there was no expectation, there was no pressure. It was just like do your thing. Yeah. I was but, you know, I was just a bikini competitor. My first ever worlds, I went out there and oh I just loved it. Every moment I was on that stage, I felt like an absolute goddess, honestly. And it showed in my <laughs> po it showed in my posing, it showed in just like how much I thoroughly enjoyed it in my photos. 
And then the second year, I felt a little bit more pressure, but I still had it. And then, yeah, the third and the fourth, I definitely, you're right, I felt like there was just this extra added pressure that really, I guess it took away from like who I actually am, which is upsetting a little bit, but you know, you just got to work to get it back, I guess. Yeah. And that's the thing, you've got to kind of go back to that first time Mm. where you were just like, Rachel without the extra pressure. Yes, definitely. And I guess that takes us on to placings, you know, our thought on placings, how do you, you know, take on board, you know, your placing, etc. And I'll quickly add in that my mindset with anything I do when it comes to like a winner and placing is definitely I always go in with no expectations. Yeah, mm. I mean, obviously for me like and we get this question a lot because you're someone who's placed really, really highly. And I haven't, um, I have placed top three, mm. but I've never placed first in any of the comps I've ever done. And people are often like, oh, does that really bother you? Mm. And to be honest, like for those who know me, it's not that I'm not driven and I'm not like goal orientated, but I'm not the most competitive person in terms of having to necessarily win something or, you know, place top first or second to feel like I fulfilled, you know, the goal or the dream. Um, but you've never been kid, like that. Yeah, even as a no. child. Emma's <laughs> never been kid, competitive. Seen competitively all the time and mum would be like, but don't you just want to like, you know, because I'd play, I'd win or I'd come second and I'd be so nonchalant. She's like, don't you love it? And I'm like, I just don't, I don't know, it's not in me. Mm. So for me, like, the placing isn't particularly what drives matters you. to me as much as how I what I actually look like. Yeah, and I think and a lot of people can, can relate to that. Yeah, well, I mean, one person wins. Yeah. So if you're going into a competition and that's your sole reasoning is to win and that's the only thing that you are happy to take away from it, mm. it's a lot of pressure and it can potentially result in a lot of disappointment Mm. so I feel like it's a dangerous game to play with yourself yeah and honestly Um, there's nothing worse than you know someone who doesn't place with where they think they should place there's a big difference as as to where you think you should place and where the judges think you should place. And you have to respect that. That is what it is when you're going into a competition. And, you know, I've seen girls really think that they're going to place, you know, a certain, you know, first, second, third, whatever, and they're not and, you know, act really, really salty and, you know, you've got to be a good loser. And I can say that I lost um, in 2018 and no, it wasn't enjoyable, but it was an extremely humbling experience and it taught me so much more than winning. And I feel like being able to be a humble and respectful, no matter where you place, I think it's a really challenging experience it's a really challenging experience as a, as a person. And I think that it's, it says a lot about you. So I really look at how people handle themselves, not just in good situations, but in bad ones. And I think it says a lot about um, who they are. And a great example of that is the year Hattie came second to Stephanie and her crown was falling off and she fixed her crown and it went viral. And everyone was like, you know, real Queens fix each other's crowns. And I think like, honestly, I know Hattie and she is literally the most competitive person I know, the hardest working person I know. But 
no matter the outcome, I think she always holds herself really respectfully and um, always really respects her other competitors. And I think that's really um, inspiring. And I think it's really important to do in, you know, no matter what you do in any situation. Yeah, definitely. I, I definitely think, you know, winning doesn't have to be everything. Mm, it's so a much great more. achievement. Mm. It's fantastic to do, but if it's the sole thing that you're focusing on all the time, it can be very disheartening um, and very unfulfilling. Even yeah. if you ask someone who does end up winning, mm. um, you know, you kind of get to that point, you're like, okay, well, what now? Like, I don't know how to deal with this kind mm. of thing um, because that's yeah. the only emphasis I placed on what I was doing. Mm. So I think having a balance, I think it's healthy to want to do well, mm-hmm. but I think it's also healthy to have other expectations outside of that. I agree a hundred percent. As I always say, obviously everyone wants to be the best, but just, you know, make sure you go into any situation with no expectation because then no matter the outcome, you're going to be, you know, impressed with yourself and you're going to value more than just winning that comes out of a comp prep. And I'm telling you right now, the things you overcome and and the things you achieve when you comp prep is so much more than just, um, just winning. So, okay. Is it worth it? Is it worth it, baby? 100%. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah, but well, we mean, love it. I look back on, yeah. The, Five years later. I've done. And it's not like, it's not just about what I did for the comp or on mm. the day of comp, but the amount I've learned about my body, about food, about training, about, you know, all of those things combined is like phenomenal. I don't mm. think I ever would have just for the sake of it, push myself to that level of leanness. Like oh, I don't no think way. I'd wake up today and be like, okay, I'm going to do a 12-week prep with no, no show at the end of it. Mm. So it's not just about, you know, getting on stage, but also everything you learn in that process, 100% it's worth it. You honestly, really, you really step into like the person that you're capable of becoming. And I feel like that's so powerful. And as I always say, the lessons and the discipline and the, the sort of things I've learned and taken away from competing, I've applied in other areas of my life and I've watched those areas flourish. And it's like, wow, like I really have learned so much from competing. And yeah, as Emma said, the mems. Five years, sis. The memories. Um, <laughs> so yeah, the day we sort of touched on the girls as we, you know, said we've had a very good experience so we can't give you any tea there sorry not sorry um but then sort of competing naturally in bikini this is asked a lot this is a difficult sort of question to answer only because the federation we compete in is not tested so technically uh people can not be natural competing however if you look at bikini girls I think it's quite clear that yeah you know bikini girls aren't are natural sorry and Emma and I do compete compete naturally um and always have and I just think that the look they want isn't as I said extra hard and extra lean so it's definitely not yeah something that I think many bikini girls can even consider doing I could be wrong I could be wrong yes and we obviously can't speak for everyone but Mm. A point of view that we've always had as well and the reason we decided to go with WBFF is because of the look that they want. And a lot of, you know, other federations can require a much harder, more leaner look. Mm. And it's just, um, I'll talk for myself here, but it's not even in my body competition to get 
no. that ridiculously Either. lean, my legs and all that sort of thing. You either. I just, you know, don't want to speak for But, you know, so that's, I think, part and parcel of why we love this federation and why we choose to compete in bikini because mm. the requirement isn't there to be unnatural or do things like that and, to step on stage. Yeah, and I think it's clear because even in years I've won, I've had people, you know, comment being like, she's not lean enough, like she carries more body fat and this and that and it's like, yeah, but that is the look that they're, they're after. They're not yeah. after that really lean and, you know, shredded look for bikini. So... As yeah. I said, I just don't think it's really something many people would consider doing. Definitely not something we would consider doing. We are very much against that approach. So so on that, what would you say like one of your biggest lessons slash opportunities that have come from competing, whether that's at the beginning or currently or overall, like what would you say that is? Oh, it's so hard. So many opportunities have come from the WBFF for me. I always say to anyone who's looking to compete with them, it's so much more than just a bikini show. It, it, it like honestly has changed my life. I've gained so many opportunities, sponsorships, um, so much honestly from them and I'm, I'll forever be grateful because I do think that they played a big role in where I am today. Um, Lesson-wise... Oh, I don't know. What about you? Um, lesson would be more around, I guess this leads into like the next thing I was going to ask is like toughest part of completing, competing slash lesson. And it would all tie into kind of like the ability to control my mindset around what I think about myself. One of the yes. biggest lessons I've learned with competing is that you have to overcome your mindset of I'm not lean enough mm. or I'm not ready and it kind of all, it's, it's just the, I guess, encapsulating idea around what you think of yourself. I agree. And it's really taught me to strongly control that. And we all have days, don't yeah. get me wrong. But I have come so far in how I think about myself, how I view myself. And like, I do owe that a lot to competing and the process of competing. Well, competing's an incredibly selfish sport. And you really, really get to know yourself um, when you take yourself through a prep. You know, for me, I'm very. I think I can say the same thing. I just love the the self discipline, and um, I've loved. I love the mindset side of competing, as you said. I really do enjoy really pushing myself to see just how much I'm capable of, and also, yeah, getting to know my thoughts and getting to know how to overcome and retrain. You know, certain behaviors that I have that have been ingrained in me over my lifetime so for me yeah that's definitely probably the same I really love the mindset side of competing yeah so in terms of mindset yeah post-comp mindset post-comp mindset how do you go post-comp mindset is gets easier every prep um, the first couple of preps, I really struggled with it. Uh, but as I said, the last couple of preps have been really enjoyable for me because I know exactly how to come out of a comp prep. Um, but until you've experienced doing what not to do <laughs> when you come out of a comp prep, I, I don't think you can appreciate how good it is to know exactly how to, you know, reverse diet out and um, not not go too far backwards, I guess. Um, we're pretty lucky yeah. and, you know, that we do – maintain relatively lean physiques all year round so when we compete there are no extreme measures put into place which is why we enjoyed it so much and the same goes for you know post comp we definitely have about a week of like 
indulging um and then because we're usually away on holidays and then we uh sort of ease our way back into a reverse diet I honestly last year just took myself straight back to maintenance and yeah didn't find that I gained much weight at all so for me as I said yeah I've had the bad experience (laughs) where I literally went crazy and gained like six kilos and once you've been through that I guarantee you'll never do it again (laughs) Yeah, and it's so true. I mean, something I find that works really well for me is taking myself up to maintenance because I am like a massive advocate for reverse dieting, but I'll start my reverse diet from my maintenance. Yes. And I take my cardio slash training goals from a prep kind of scenario to a strength scenario. Yeah. And that doesn't mean lifting one RMs. It just means focusing on going into the gym and trying to push as much progressive overload as possible so that suddenly your sessions aren't weight loss focused. Yes. They're not focused on getting leaner. They're focused on getting stronger. And it's a real feel of accomplishment, something that a lot of people feel like they lack mm. after taking prep out of their daily scenario. Um, and mm-hmm. I also find with reverse dieting, it's always easier to kind of go to maintenance and mm. then start reverse dieting from there. I just find yeah. for me... Mm-hmm. that works really well you've really put yourself like right back into just such a healthy environment for the body to thrive you know you're giving it food you're giving it um less less activity more um weighted sessions but in a way that is controlled and that if you notice yeah. weight gain you know you pu- you pull your calories back down etc so I think post-comp, as I said comes with experience um but now we you know really enjoy post-comp you know, just as much as we enjoy comp itself. So, um, yeah, Emma, what is next for us? What's next? Are we going to compete again? You know, 2020 obviously has been super crazy. I was definitely planning to compete this year. Um, but obviously, yeah, what's your plans? Will you compete again? And yeah, tell me more. I mean, it's been a very (laughs) crazy year. I genuinely can't say that I know what I'll do Mm -hmm. here on in. I think it depends on kind of where I'm at when prep and comp start again. It's easy to say that it'll be next year, but we really don't know if that's going to happen and when it's going to happen. Until that point, like, I guess it's just kind of up in the air. I still love the idea of competing, Mm. but I'm also very okay with everything that's happening right now. And I've definitely accepted that competing isn't going to be a part of our life this year. Yeah. and, you know, I'm not letting myself feel disappointed because no, of that. No, no, I'm no. just moving on and, and doing the best I can in this scenario. Mm, what I about f- you? Yeah, I feel, yeah, the same. I mean, who knows what's going to happen? Who yeah. knows what the normal norm is going to be? So for now, I'm just taking each day as it comes. And when we know, you'll know. <laughs> oh that was really cringe um but Emma I was going to do the assumptions tag together but I feel like this is you know pushing time frames so we'll end this uh vlog vlog (laughs) we'll end this (laughs) podcast here and then I think we can um do another assumptions tag next week so don't forget to tune in Sounds good. Can't wait for these assumptions. They're funny. (laughs) Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Um, We hope you enjoyed the day of a WBFF show. (laughs) And we will see you all next week for our Assumption Tag podcast. Be there or. Love you guys. Be there or. Be square.
Thanks, sis. Love you all. <laughs> Bye. Love you.